Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Psalm 85, 6. Will you not revive your people again that we might rejoice in you? That's what we've been praying for several weeks. We've been looking at 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, the last two weeks. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sins, and will heal their land. That, my friends, would be revival. For God to hear us, God to forgive us, and God to heal our land. Just read a story about a guy named Larry that went to a revival meeting, and he listened to the pastor preach. And <clears throat> after a while, the pastor asked anyone who wanted prayer to come forward to the front and get prayer. So Larry gets in line, and when it's his turn, the pastor asks him, he goes, uh, what do you want me to pray about? And Larry replies, Pastor, I need you to pray for my hearing. So the pastor puts one finger in Larry's ear, places the other hand on top of Larry's head, and prays and prays and prays and prays and prays about the hearing of Larry. Several minutes went by, and the pastor removed his hands and stood back, and he says to Larry, Larry, how's your hearing now? And Larry goes, I don't know, Pastor, it's not until Wednesday. <laughs> I see some of y'all rolling your eyes about how corny that is. How is your hearing now? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear. The last couple of days I've been talking about God hearing our prayers. Yesterday specifically, I mentioned about seven hindrances to our praying, and I hope we're getting those in line because we want to be in a position for God to hear our prayers and answer our prayers. So in this um, promise of revival, one of the blessings is that God promised to hear us. The second blessing is God promised to forgive us forgive his people. And you go, wait a minute now, wait a minute now. In the New Testament, in the New Covenant, I thought that we were already forgiven for the sins that we've committed. And I think that when Jesus was on the cross in John 19, 30, when Jesus cried, it is finished, at the last I paid in full, that was an accounting term that whatever needed to be paid it paid for the salvation of man was paid. I thought that my sins were forgiven. Won't you listen to me carefully just for a couple moments? Because there are there are types of forgiveness in the New Testament. Number one, there's a redemptive forgiveness. And number two, there's a relational forgiveness. So the redemptive forgiveness would be kind of like a family a family forgiveness. And the relational would be kind of like a fellowship 
forgiveness. Listen to what, listen to what, um, sorry, I just got a text message. Listen to what Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 1, verse number 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, then verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness, hallelujah, and has translated or transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, amen, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So through the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, we have what the Bible calls redemption. And the word redemption just means to be released that's been affected by paying a ransom. You pay a ransom and someone is released. Or another word is deliverance. So Hebrews, listen to Hebrews chapter number seven, verse 29. Hebrews chapter seven, verse number, I'm sorry, 25. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for him. For such a high priest came, who was holy, harmless, and undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Watch this. Who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins, and then for the people, the people's sins, for this he did once when he offered up himself. And so when Jesus Christ gave himself as a sacrifice, he was offering redemption to mankind. And then Paul said that we've been translated or transferred from one kingdom to another kingdom. That's what I call redemptive forgiveness or family forgiveness. The only way we can move into the family of God, obviously, is to be born into the family of God. And the way we're born into the family of God is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and receive him as our Lord and as our Savior. Somebody else shout, hallelujah, Lord. So have you received Jesus? Have you received Jesus? Have you believed on Jesus? Have you received redemptive forgiveness? If you're a Christian, yes, you have. So, so the penalty of our sins has already been paid for. However, over in 1 John chapter 1, in 1 John chapter 1, verse number 6, it says this, or 5, this is the message which we've heard of him and declared unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, fellowship, and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what I call a relational forgiveness or a fellowship type forgiveness. So when a Christian sins, the scripture says we confess our sins. And when we do, watch this, we have fellowship not only with the Father, but fellowship with one another. Have you ever wondered why the body of Christ is so splintered and divided? 
Maybe it's because we're not walking in fellowship. Maybe it's because each one of us needs to search our hearts to see if we need to turn from our wicked ways as God commanded his people in 2 Chronicles chapter number 7. So one of the blessings of revival is this. God will hear us, hallelujah, and then God will forgive us, which ushers us back into fellowship with God. When we have sin, he never stops being our father, just like the prodigal son's father never stopped being the father, but the fellowship between father and son was interrupted. That's the way it is with us in Jesus, us and our father, us and the Holy Spirit. When we have unconfessed sin, our fellowship is hindered. And the end result is our fellowship with each other is hindered also. So one of the blessings of the promise of revival is God said, I will forgive your sins. Hallelujah. Can somebody say, thank you, Jesus.